It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. Hey, NFL fans. Wayne Ryan here, NFL in London. Week zero. Oh my god, the offseason. What the fuck? It's so boring. Do you know, actually, a fun fact. Uh, <laughs> Please give me a fun fact. There's only fun fact you can get it. Is, uh, it's, it's the, I think it's, what was the All-Star game? The baseball Last All-Star game. Last All-Star game was two days ago. Yeah, so there's only two days of the year where there's no, no sporting events in all of the sports combined. Okay. And it's the day before and the day after the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star game. So wow. only two days where there's no sports. No major sports. Uh, no major sports. not the ones World Cup, though. Major sports. Uh, <laughs> oh! the big, we're talking the big four. We're talking the big, now we're talking, we're talking the big four. Um, um, of the big four, those are the only two days a year where there's no, there's no sports. I well look so we're getting a lot of stuff off season. That's how desperate we are for content. I did enjoy that women's World Cup. I did. Uh, I thought Canada played well. I I really the Swedish team. I would marry every one of them. Yeah. And I know you're not supposed to say that to sports, but uh, Tom Brady's gorgeous. Because of their skin. Exactly. But, you know, I'm going to go on America. America was actually, the England-America game was really good. It was good. The ending, I came down to it. Missing that penalty. Yeah. That was, that was devastating. Um, and it was so England to miss that penalty. Yeah, too. and it was just... And a, then the offside goal, it was literally it just was, everything was, that could go wrong. It was exciting. It was exciting. But, who, hey, but they got cricket. They yeah, got cricket, we're so gonna watch cricket. We're, we're gonna, gonna watch England in the final this weekend. Our first cricket match. It's um, it's the equivalent. People are always like, "Oh my god, an NFL game is three hours, but there's only eleven minutes to play." A cricket match is eight hours. Yeah, no commercials. I don't have no idea. Yeah, and I'm still like, hit him, hit him. You can't hit. You can't punch people. You can't choke a guy. You got to bat. But I'm excited. I'm excited to watch. I'm cricket. excited. I'm excited. Our friend Jack is going to explain a lot of it to us. Yeah, it's going to be a good cricket class, fans out there. Basically. Uh, look, it's uh, England, New Zealand, and we all know that uh, it's nice when two common juggernauts, juggernauts can of, get together. Uh, so, is, is this rugby or cricket? No, it's it's cricket. Um, and you know, cricket will take off in the world. And we'll, well, you have Middle Earth versus a country that's on its way to becoming the second Middle Earth. Well, just just yeah. nothingness. Anyway, let's get yeah. to some football. Let's get into some football. Ah, uh, look. So the SPs were uh, last night. Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. Over uh, Sir Patrick, he, he uh, he's won it. Um, and the previous last year was uh, Tom Brady, and the year before that was uh, uh, the Matt Ryan. What's the point? Now of we're the looking at some of the stats, though, right? Like, what is the point of the, the SPs? Is a chance. SPs is just it's just a. It, so it's just a jerk off awards fest. Nobody cares. You think like anyone's being like uh, when Mahomes is like twenty, like fifteen years into his career. Ladies and gentlemen, the four-time ESPY award winner. winner is coming. It's an absolute. It's for stupid. ESPN. It's a chance for them to circle to, yeah, across just to, everybody. And and then Tracy Morgan. The opening monologue was kind of funny. Uh, kind of funny. Uh, but we were looking at the stats earlier of the record of these guys. Uh, Mahomes last year, 12-4, 5,097 yards, 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. The year before that, Brady, 13-3, 45-77 yards, 32 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. And before that, Matt Ryan. Um, Mahomes, I, you know, obviously, good, good year for him. Listen, yeah, well, we're going to see. It all really depends. Is he going to repeat it? He's going to be great, but without if he doesn't have Tyree Kill... Those numbers are dropping to uh, 30 in the 30s. He's not throwing 50. Well, that Tyree Kill stuff is also coming some interesting stuff because now they're saying that she's probably lying across a lot of it. So So this... He, he should just be suspended for dating terrible people. They should both be <laughs> yeah, suspended. Right. This is just literally... We're, just gonna get, we're doing this for your own goodwill. Yeah. It's, it's called the social... It's a social problem that we have with you right now. You should not be and getting these... It'll be the first uh, time uh, a, a, a professional sports league 
has forced a couple to break up. They'll be like, listen, uh, our arbitrator is ruled and you have yeah, to break up. Yeah, you must break up at this point. It's not legally binding, but you're banned. They should just other. actually have like a love island for NFL players. And we just clear the air with all of it. And like, so it's an off season. Like where the wives in Game of Thrones yeah. live in that, uh, in the cows. Exactly. The, of, of the cows live in that little place and she should just be thrown. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an unfortunate situation, but again, Tyreek Hill, the one question is now, when you get, it's our, if, let's say he's allowed back, right? Yeah. Let's say he's allowed back week one. Do you still give him the big contract extension? Look, if there's nothing going wrong... Because someone will. Look, like, yeah. If he says, I'm going to play out this year, yeah. like Kansas City's in a real bad spot, right? Especially yeah. coming off the Kareem Hunt situation. Yeah. So you which he's had that, another situation. Yeah, which he had another situation. We got, yeah, potential... But uh, it turned out, it was just, you know, people put out their cameras and it turned out it was, that was an okay situation. Doesn't you know? matter. Listen, you got no better. Anyone's filming. Everyone's filming. Everyone's filming nowadays. But, so that's the thing. If he comes back, like, I, if I'm Kansas City, I, how can you trust this guy? Like, how can you trust this guy that he's... If you're going to give him what he wants, which is almost close to $20 million a year... Yeah. There's no way that you've got to give yourself some outs. You there's got to be mean? some sort of moral clause into that agreement. Yeah. But, you know, there's got to be something they... <clears throat> that's not going to kill your cap but The fact well. is, he has blazing speed, good hands, and he is he's needed for them this year. Yeah, he's absolutely needed. Absolutely needed. Especially after losing Kareem Hunt and them, them not making... Like, yeah. to be honest with you, with Kareem Hunt, there's a good chance they would go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you they could have. Probably they, not. They'll still probably blow it in the end, but... They, they would have had a better chance. They would have They would have had more opportunities to slot the ball around than they did. And then this year, like, I don't feel great about their running game situation. No, I don't. Like, I, yeah, Damian Williams is fine coming in, but I don't think he's... He's not Kareem Hunt. No. Uh, so, Hunt I, it's, it's a very interesting... Situation. I think what uh, Kansas City is going to do is they're going to let him play it out this year, see what happens. Yeah. Then they'll just franchise tag him, and then they can just work on the long term. If he's a good good soldier, good citizen. Well, good soldier, good citizen, toe the line, don't be a dick. I mean, there's obviously you have to play between what the NFL says, your team says, and what the NFL PA says, which is UBU. You. Um, no, you got to... Like, dude, this is last chance material. Like, I, I like Tyreek Hill, but I hate terrible people. No, we so, always hate terrible people. And Jared people. Tyreek Hill does not come off as a great person, to be honest with you. No matter no. what, we've heard the videos. He's going to be really hard to cheer for, to be yeah. honest with you. Unless you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I don't see anyone... Like, there's a, the only time it'll be interesting is when it's fancy football time. And no. people are like, ah, oh, Tyree what Kill. What do I do? But what will my wife say if I draft Tyree Kill? So it's like, you know? <laughs> it's like people who took Le'Veon Bell last year hoping that he was going to pay off. And he I took it. Ray Rice the year he got. Uh, yeah. But I took it before he got. And then once that happened, yeah. like a good GM, I cut him. You cut him. I cut him. I didn't, wait for, the, I didn't wait for the NFL to do that. But their, you still checked every week just to see if he was coming back. No, you know why? Because I, just, I did it as a, as a, uh, a moral. It was a moral yeah. clause in, in my team. That has, and I, I couldn't have him on my team. Moral clauses. Speaking of... I couldn't win a fantasy football championship with Ray Rice right. on my bench. What if you just did, and if the you just had... wife-beating team? Just not wife-beating. What, it was like maybe people that had like um, you know, marijuana possession, drunk driving, you know... The all-suspension team. Yeah, something like that. Like the worst of the worst. It would be... What we should do, I'll tell you what, if, if, we, have a, if we have a draft this year, yeah. and someone can't make it... We'll do the worst. We'll give them the all-suspension team. Well, everyone, every time it's their pick, we look at someone who's been suspended. So you get Kareem Hunt first, first pick. pick. You get well, no, you can go, you can go with Tyreek Hill first pick. First sure. Pick, go no, first okay. pick. You know, you go Tom Brady. 
Suspended, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, he's white-collar crime, so. Yeah. He was doing it right on the wrong side of town. Yeah. Doing um, it So let's talk in. It's July the 15th. We're talking franchise tag. Now, after watching the incredible Toronto Raptors win uh, their seventh NBA, yeah. oh, first NBA championship. Way to go, and Toronto. And potentially only for a long time. And but... But we watched what we did watch in that free agency that happened, NBA free agency, was teams literally being changed. And I yeah. think when people use literally too much, but they were literally changed. Yeah. Every team. The whole landscape has been. The, all the games are changed. All the teams are changed. You got New York, LA, all these teams are very much changed now. And so there was an interesting thing uh, in some of the sports articles saying look, if we got rid of the franchise tag, you know, you would, you would have bidding on big players because you've got now Clowney. He has not put the franchise tag on himself now. They have, Texans have no GM as a result of their tampering charges, which is crazy. We'll talk about that in a bit. But getting rid of the franchise tag, and we've talked, it, no NFL team is going to do it. There is zero percent chance that the NFL will, will, will or the, the, uh, the owners yeah. will fold on franchise tag. Because the franchise tag is important for... Um, for basically low teams, like the mm-hmm. not the big market, the small market teams, like they need that because it's important to keep your players. And you were watching in the NBA where people are just like, "See you later, I'm off to LA or yeah, New York." Make a super but team. But the big difference is you can't really form a super team in football. It's very difficult. No, almost impossible. Very with injuries and offense and defense. And you know? because NBA is so star driven, it's you know the no. LeBrons and the team ups. That's not really going to happen in the NFL, but. There's just no way they're going to give it up. I would, I like, as a Bills fan, I think the franchise tag is important because, but I think NFL is different. Like, you know what I mean? I think there's that mentality where, where it's people want to, like, they, they, it's about the crowd, the fans. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the people who play in Green Bay, like, they just love the fans. Yeah. You know, the people who play in Buffalo, they're like, you're going to hate Buffalo, the weather. And I don't think, like, LA people care about that, right? Because no. a lot of times LA people go play in cold, like they play in like Nebraska, they play in like places yeah. that aren't really conducive to being super warm climates. And it's not this, oh, I'm going to work on my brand. It's, it, there's, a, there's a thing of like, I want to beat you and I want to beat you on the team I'm with. And it, because football is the ultimate team sport, they lose a bit of that individuality, that bit of the, the Odells. And that's why you see the Odells getting shipped out because they're like, yeah. you're not part of the team. <clears throat> yeah, he wasn't playing that way. And I mean, but also the difference is when you're talking about five players in an NBA team that do basically the same job, which is put the ball in the bucket. And four, NFL, four, I'd say four. Yeah. One guy is like... A, well, one guy does his thing. He just jumps a lot. And he's usually... Gets rebounds. Gets yeah. rebounds. Um, but in the NFL, you have so many different positions and also so many injuries because you're not actually getting smacked in the head. Um, with the franchise tag, I mean, we're not going to get rid of it, but I just like the idea that the fact is that it, it's like... When somebody move. gives you a Valentine's card in grade three and it's like, you're my girlfriend now, you have to be my girlfriend, you know, you're stuck it's with it. Robbie head. Gould, who we've talked about. Yeah. Robbie Gould... I don't know if you know. He'll be a um, staple on this podcast. He will, Robbie Gould. Uh, best Bears kicker. Robbie Gould gets he's, out of his prison. That, he's, uh, that 30, is San Francisco. He's, he's 36 years old. Uh, but he wants to live closer. He wants to play closer to Chicago. Um, they put the franchise tag on him. He's not going to sign. He's going to retire. He's going to hold up. He's going to play. What's he going to do? Um, but he's also sort of intimated that, yeah, I'll quit. I don't care. I got my family. And he's like a semi-pro golfer. He's like, I could just play golf. Well, yeah, you can play golf. Doesn't mean you're going to win any money playing Look, golf. He's, if he's 36, I, man. Yeah, yeah. He's 36 in the NFL. You know how much money he's made? Listen, Adam Terry's like 46, right? He's got to yeah. get, he's in his prime technically as a yeah. kicker. So uh, I think, 
Ooh, it's a tough one, right? Because 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 the thing is of having the franchise on a kicker is really not that big of money. Like, it's not. When it's a quarterback, it's like it's gonna get up to like forty million, right? So signing a franchise tag is not this like, oh, I'm I'm fucked. Like, oh, what's gonna happen to me? You're signing literally. It's like something like you get the top four, like the average of the top ten percent or something. So if you're a quarterback, franchise tags like. 35 million like it's, yeah it's a good one-year yeah. deal you know where's I mean? the kicker and you can only do it a certain amount of time yeah. so um robbie i again the problem is you're not going to get any return for right. a kicker like in a trade what are you going to give up right well, you but have... but to have a good kicker is invaluable so yeah. it's like it's really in the, in between that uh rock and a hard place like what do you do with that situation well, especially with the doinking situation going on which no one can seem to the crossfires and Again, personal story, Robbie Gould, when he did give me the personal tour of Soldier Field, did tell me Soldier Field is the worst place to kick the football yeah. because of the winds and the asshole fans. But he, uh, you know, and when you've got threats. someone and he does want to go back to Chicago, he's played and Chicago's like, we fucked up. And now because Fox is gone, it was Mike Fox, it was Fox that got rid of him, John Fox. So yeah. he's like, Fox is gone. The fox is out of the hen house. Let me back. Why do you, yeah, just don't understand. If you got a good kicker, just hold on to him like, like for But death. Fox... Fox, I don't think he liked his attitude. I think Robbie Gould was like, "Look, this I'm kicker's here. always up in my grill." Like, yeah, he's like, and I think he me. did struggle. There was one season he did struggle, but he's still very consistent. One of the best consistent kickers we've ever had. We have ever had. Um, the other thing we talked about quickly that was this week in Robbie Gold, mm. the Robbie Gold mystery. Next week, I will attempt to again slide into his DMs. Yeah, and. Um, uh, ask if he if he still remembers that time he gave him the tour and yeah. told me look you're not allowed to step yeah. I've told you to field. stop emailing me no. he's like yo Wade you're not actually supposed to step on the field you have to not I was like oh my god <laughs> selfie uh, the Texans I mentioned they've got no GM this year um, now Nick Casario uh, is now facing they're trying to get him from New England, but now Texans are facing tampering charges, uh, exalted no. by New this England. This is not tampering. This is bullshit. This is classic New <laughs> England Patriots <laughs> not allowing their people to go for a better job. Like they think they own, they think they own you. This is just every. It's 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 known in the NFL. If you're like a coordinator and you get offered a head coaching job. You get to take it. The only club that refuses to go with this rule is the New England Patriots, right? Yeah. Look, you had, what was it, Josh McDaniels a couple of years, yeah. where, uh, where he could have gone to Indianapolis, and then all of a sudden, Bill Belichick oh, yeah. just put, oh, yeah, yeah. put his little, uh, yeah. little hoop around him, pulled and said, no, no, nobody leaves this place. You know, this is... Well, you wonder if they sent him in there first with, like, this giant hat so, that had a camera and in why it, would and you, Why would you want to stop someone who's been so good to your franchise... From getting a better job, it's 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 the the mark of a dictator. Okay, this is this is why New England is a dictatorship, and it should be. It, and it, and like every great empire, it will fall. It will fall. It will fall. One maybe day. not this year. Maybe not this, <laughs> maybe year. not this year. Maybe not the year after. But when Tom Brady, I promise you that yeah. it will fall. This evil empire. Well, I mean, fuck it. Brady's looking better and better all the time. Yeah. He's he's faster. He's throwing. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't. Uh, you don't believe this social media. But yeah, they say good. he's run faster. And he's thrown it the hardest he's ever thrown it. But he looked like we'll Doe when he was like a his junior picture. But now he's like. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Listen, this is all just Tom Brady trying to hype up the TB12 method. All right. He's trying to yeah. sell fucking granola bars or. I have been a passionate no Tom Brady winner. Uh, but, for the past few years, but damn if he doesn't keep fording. Listen, yeah, don't get me wrong. He's the best, and he'll probably have a great year. But it's going to be hard for him. I'm, I'm interested to see this year. I think this is going to be the the most... I think Tom Brady's... Because he hears all the talk, and he yeah. likes to... I think he likes to stir the pot. He likes to get people to be like, oh, you're never going to do it. 
I think he thrives on it. I think it makes him better. So it's like, it's, as we, I'm sure he's listening to this podcast. Yeah, well, he does. Know. He actually, he writes in. I told him, look, Tom, you can't be on. Man. You it's are, Ryan and Wade. Yeah, you look, are. We you're over here. the hill. But no, like, he's going to have a good year. I'm actually intrigued to see the Patriots. You know, they had a lot of draft picks. They're a young team. They don't have a lot of receivers. They have really a lot of They're talking about that. And they Keel, no and, real, and Keel is yeah, going to be there. Yeah, they're going to go to a rookie. So, again, I think they're going to be a massive run team. And I think Tom Brady's going to have... A solid yet unspectacular year. Like it's not. They grind. Be... They grind. They with the wins. You know, they win and they win and they win, and you get to ten wins, and it's that whole diagram we and put, which we put on our social media. You all think they've lost. They lose again in Miami, which they will lose again in Miami this year. Yeah. And who, then, they, who they play week one? It's like Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Sunday night. So maybe probably that lose be week James one. Connor. Week one, and everyone's. I think the, they could lose week one, and, and then, then they come back, and, and then all they, the bloggers are like it's yeah, the it's over, it's over. Um, but it's interesting. Um, there was also the supplemental draft. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah. The supplemental draft. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, so anyone, we're just going to look at some other was people. Was anyone chosen in the supplemental uh, There was one guy, a fifth round, Arizona took Jalen Thompson, who's uh, from Washington State. Yeah. But I mean, you're just basically guys that, you know. It'd be interesting to know who the best supplementally well, draft player We'll put a little thing on that. We did not ask that, but we'll that find out who the best supplemental draft player to ever make the game was. Um, Any Hall of Famers from this? Uh, Terrell Pryor, I think, oh, really? uh, was the most recent, I think, one. That, we'll also that look at the, C- the best good. CFL ones, because CFL's getting some more people. Although, they didn't want to give us money this year, so screw them. Yeah. Um, Albert Hainsworth, uh, is, uh, if, anyone, if anyone's got a kidney, yeah. or um, uh, knows someone who wants a kidney, uh, please email kidney. us. Yeah, just email us uh, to kidney at nfl.com. Yeah. Uh, 30 years old, 8 years retired, and uh, he's had a brain aneurysm in 2014, and now this kidney problem. You know, the, the stress of you know this lifestyle of NFL players, especially guys that are expected to put on a lot of weight and also smash the crap out of people. Dude, your body also, can't take that. But especially it, 30 years old, you've had all this health insurance. Also, if your body is like literally like 6'4", 340 mm. pounds... That's a lot of work for your body to keep that Carrying machine that running. Right? Gravity is like fighting you. The every blood day. flowing everywhere. It's, 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 you know, it's really sad. I hope he. I hope he finds something. I don't know what the kidney weight is. Yeah. I can't imagine some fan is going to be like, "Oh, yeah, Albert Hainsworth, <laughs> yeah. the guy who signed the biggest contract in NFL history and then shit the bed on that team." Yeah. So I guarantee you, there'll be no. Uh, There'll be no Washington Redskins fans giving him that kidney. That's for sure. No, no. After signing that contract. Oh, that was something we were to talk about too. <clears throat> Who is the worst player of all time to start for your team? To start for Well, to start for your team, if you got someone. I mean, I know who, I think I this is for the Bears. I think, personally, I think I know ours. I would go Mike Glennon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike Glennon was like yeah. 17 million. He was supposed to be good. He was supposed to be good. But then we get him from Tampa, and you're just like, this guy does not look good. He you know what it is? It's when people... Um, See how tall a quarterback is because my gun was like six foot seven. Yeah, so yeah, people exactly. see that they're like, oh man, he'll just hover over the line. He'll be seeing everything. Yeah, but he was also in. a ginger, and yeah, I'm allowed well, to say that. Can right? say it. Well, they don't have a great track record. No. Um. Oh, I don't mind for sure. It was once. Well, actually, there's so many. There's uh, we had Matt Leinert was oh, one. Oh uh, yeah, which is terrible. But the Bills had um this guy called Jeff Tool. Oh, yeah. T-U-E-L or <laughs> yeah. something like this. I think he threw in the game. He played against Kansas City. Threw a 99-yard uh, interception return for a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and I think he threw for about 40 yards or something. It was literally yeah. when the Bills, I think, when they're going through Ryan Fitzpatrick, then he got hurt, and then it was Jeff Toole. Yeah. And Vince Young came. It was just horrific. Yeah. So it was absolutely... But this guy was not good. Troll Pryor. 
No, this is uh, Jamarcus. 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 Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. Considered one of the biggest draft busts. They said yeah. um, there's some really funny YouTube videos about Jamarcus Russell about people saying like he was like he's, sleeping in meetings. Yeah, yeah. Or he's drunk or and or like whatever. he would just come like once he got his contract because he was part of the. Um, of the NFL draft class that when you were the number one pick, you instantly became the highest paid player in the NFL. Yeah. Like, that ridiculous time. Yeah, Before exactly. they put before they the even, rookie yeah. wage get Yeah, scale, before you actually they, see how they played. Which was insane that they used to do right. that. Like, you'd be the first pick in the draft. Instantly, yeah. highest paid player in the NFL. Like, yeah. Like, that's what, happened, that's what Sam Bradford was. Yeah. That's why Sam Bradford <clears throat> has made, like, $200 million and been, like, one of the worst quarterbacks yeah. for that money. It's insane. It's crazy. you got to be so frustrated as a young quarterback watching and seeing that kind of money going around. I'm just trying to think of some of the other... I'm trying to think of the worst running back. I mean, there's obviously... You know, you had Ryan Leaf, who... Not a good, not a good player. I mean, there's a lot of players for each team. If you, if you guys are listening to this, uh, make sure you tweet. On well, this. actually, no way. Hold on, can I take my? I want to change mine. Okay. Obviously, Nathan Peterman. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I just thought of that. Of yeah. course, it's Nathan Peterman. Yeah. That game against uh, San Diego, where he threw five interceptions in the first half, yeah. an NFL record. That is what? How did I think? Who does he play for now? Is he playing? I think he's on the Raiders. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's on the Raiders. John Gruden's gonna. John, John Gruden's gonna fire him too. It's gonna imagine we get to see Nathan Peterman on the uh, Oakland Raiders this year. If if Jared Carr goes down and he turns into and then he's gonna throw to Antonio Brown. Wow. Imagine what Antonio that, Brown. That pass is short by twenty five yards. Oh, no. uh, he's hit a fan. He might actually murder Nathan <laughs> Peterman. If well, it'll be interesting to see those teams. I mean, there's a lot of hypes going on with Oakland and with Cleveland. Um, this year, I don't know. There's a lot of pressure on these teams to see what's going to happen with them. Well, yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch. Well, we got. We're going to have a little. Uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to have the first uh, hard knocks. Yes, we will. It's going to be really cool. So you're going to see. I wonder if they're going to do a little bit on Nathan Peterman, right? Like a little bit Maybe. about how tough it's been for him. And then <laughs> yeah. you'll have John Gruden being like, "Oh, Nathan uh, Peterman," you know, because John Gruden is notoriously famous for his, if he talks you up, you're about to get cut. Yeah. Like the moment this John guy. Gruden is the just thing like about this dude. This dude's a player. And yeah, then, yeah, 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 that dude starts packing up his locker. Uh, I'm out of here. Pass me a beer from the fridge. Um, the other thing it would be funny is to pay a child to just go, Peterman, and you just pay a kid, like, $5 an hour, and that's all he has to do is scream, Peterman. What they really should have is, like, in uh, Happy Gilmore, is that guy who's like, hey, jackass. Yeah. That guy who just that was says that. Joe Flaherty played that role in, uh, in the movie, didn't that's he? That's what they should have. Every time yeah. he goes to pass, like, Jackass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he was paid. Uh, he was paid by the other guy. Um, um, sorry. There was. We we're going to talk about the, the top. This is how desperate we are for any. We're to looking any for contact. anything. We just uh, we were finding lots basically of, find a bunch of memes yeah, online. Yeah, this one was the uh, top ten players to never win a Super Bowl. Dan Marino obviously never won a Super Bowl. I mean, that guy was competitive. Put up huge numbers. Yeah. Never won a Super Bowl. Well, you know, if dude, it's hard. Man. Most people don't win a Super Bowl. Uh. Like. You got like Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Randy Moss was part of the the Giants loss, so he yeah. was part of that team that went undefeated. Yeah. Uh, so he like, he was probably like when they were sixteen. No, it's like I got this. We got right? this. Got we're gonna win. I'm gonna get my ring. It's all over. You kind of feel bad for Randy Moss because Randy Moss was probably like of what I watched, even though Jerry Rice was right. Great. Was the best receiver I've ever seen. Well, he was the guy that first Moss. embraced pot smoking and being crazy. And, uh, you know, Randy Moss, uh, he was Randy Moss. And uh, amazing. His ability to catch Dude, his, was, his athleticism. There's also a really great uh, ESPN 30 for 30 uh, called... Uh, 
the Ran- Rand University, I think. It's oh called. yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. Rand University, which is really great if you want yeah. to watch it. Look, try and find it. Barry Sanders, uh, one of the classiest men in football. Uh, you can't say his, a bad his thing about fa- it. His father's work, I think. I mean, the only thing you could say is he left too soon, but he would left Detroit. No, yeah, he easily would have won, broken Walter Payton's record. He would have. Or no, now I guess Emmitt Smith's But he was before. soft-spoken. He was classy. And for the Lions team, when you watched him, you're like, oh, Barry Sanders has a ball. You're talking a team that didn't have much, but when Barry Sanders got it, his cut and juke moves yeah. were things. That's how yeah. video games are invented. Yeah. I love watching but It's Barry really Sanders. funny, too, if you think about the Lions, where they had... Uh, they had Barry Sanders and then they had Calvin Johnson, literally the maybe the best receiver I've ever one of the best yeah. receivers of all time. Calvin Johnson he left the last, name early as well. And they both said that that's how like, Detroit yeah. basically treats and the funny thing is they and then they, they charged because Calvin Johnson still has this rivalry yeah. with them because they made him pay back part of his uh, not, not yeah. thank you for everything you've done yeah, for yeah. this organization. You owe us money. And they made him he paid it back and they've never spoken really. Wow, that's so too it's bad. really it's really it is too bad, but it does say something about the character of those two gentlemen. Yes. That they were classy throughout the whole way. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. I mean, they didn't always play together, but, you know. Tony Gonzalez, I feel bad. Tony for. Gonzalez, I do feel bad about Gonzalez. Because Gonzalez, hard-working guy, Dude, great amazing. blocker. Amazing blocker. He set up that tight end role. Well, he's like he... number two in all-time receptions. Yeah. Like for a tight end, that is incredible. That longevity is unbelievable. And he moved around to some good teams, but he was just one of those guys. You could find him open. He was, he was the first tight end before Gronk was used. Was Tony Gonzalez? I know it's interesting. Tony Gonzalez story is that the one I've heard is it was on this uh, NFL.com video, and he in a game uh, caught a ball on the sideline and knocked over this uh, one of the sound guys. Yeah, was holding one of those uh, things, and he had to take him to the hospital. The guy who got yeah. because he got a concussion and went in the hospital. They found that he had a brain tumor. Wow! In, and they were able to do surgery and save his life, and he would have died. If Tony Gonzalez didn't hit him and wow. knock him out, yeah, that story would only be better if Tony Gonzalez actually performed the Did brain surgery. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm going to take care of and it. Then Is that back. you, Tony? <laughs> no, it's me. You, give you two stats in yeah. CC. The yeah. left brain's connected to the right brain. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, number six. Ladanian LD. Another LD guy. At least he went to the Super Bowl. But again, he went, he but never won. Um, but he obviously, you know, when the Chargers when they were struggling, L- LT was amazing. Again, fast. Dude, NFL record holder for most touchdowns in a season. Yeah. Again, I had him on my fantasy team that year. It was one of the best, and I lost in the playoff. Uh, he basically dominated and brought me all the way to the championship. And then his worst game of the year, of course, was yeah. in the championship game where he stunk it up. Like every put up twenty eight touchdowns that year. It was yeah. just unbelievable. Crazy. Chris Carter, uh, a class. No, we're talking about class and this class personified. Well, he's he was. I don't know if he's class personified. Chris Carter was always seen as a bit of a difficult, bit of a prick. But as an undrafted player and yeah. Hall of Famer, unbelievable I just thought he was just quite, quite confidence. I don't know. I watch him on uh, was it? Uh, well, no, he's old. He's on FS1 all the time yeah. with Nick Wright in the mornings. It just it just comes off as just like if I met Chris Carter. He'd probably be a dick to me. Is how I see it. I, I don't know if it's true. Well, please welcome Chris Carter, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just punches me <laughs> in the back no. of the head and proving no. me right. No, this guy's 12 when he goes to school. I don't know if it's knows. true. No, Maybe he's yeah. a nice knows, guy. Knows. I just assume most like athletes are probably kind well, of Well, we still have two bills in this list. Bruce Smith never won. Bruce Smith, he's Buffalo personified. Sack leader of all time. He's yeah. amazing. Uh, went to a couple other teams. But yeah, Bruce Smith again. Bruce Smith, Jim Kelly... A lot of those guys stay with Buffalo. In you the put late Thurman 90s. Thomas on this list. Thurman too, Thomas, yeah, exactly. And Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas as well. He's the other guy we and who list died for. in a car crash. I know. Terrible. Yeah, who had also the NFL 
I think owner of most sacks in one game. I think seven. Yeah. To get seven Amazing sacks player. And Jim Kelly, who has struggled with cancer several times. Keeps beating it. Keeps beating keeps it. Beating keeps coming it. back. Jim Kelly, I know you listen to this he's podcast. He's beating It's going to sound terrible. But the thing is, ironically, he's beaten cancer literally like four times. More times than the, the Cowboys. Amount, no, no, which is the amount of times he lost Super Bowls. Yeah. So he may have lost four Super yeah. Bowls. But he's beat cancer he's beat four cancer. times. And you know what? I bet you he's probably more... Well, you'd be more part of that because you're alive. Yeah. And Jim Kelly... It's a more impressive. More when impressive. you follow you on Twitter, your family is gorgeous. I love gorgeous. Jim Kelly. Love he Jim is, Kelly. Uh, he's amazing. He's an outdoorsman. Even still, when you follow us, we follow him a lot on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, even after and his again, surgeries... another one of those guys that proves that point of... Because uh, Jim Kelly, when he got drafted, was like, anyone but Buffalo, please. Yeah. And then got drafted by Buffalo, yeah. lives in Buffalo, raised his kids in Buffalo... Yeah. Loves Buffalo more than anything, so yeah. it just shows you that it's not not everyone. Even though he's from Miami and yeah. he played in or played in Miami from Pittsburgh, was just embraced and when you're loved by a community, still loved. Which something Kawhi Leonard needs to learn. Should learn that because the whole country was behind. He's gonna him. learn it when he goes back to Toronto. Yeah, when he goes to the Clippers. and they boo him for ten seconds and then they give him a standing ovation goes because the they're like, "That's what you get." And we're going to see, the funny thing is, we're going to see so many phony Clippers fans in the next little while. It's going to be disgraceful. Now, we're going to talk on this lastly, uh, Runner, talk about uh, Forbes released uh, the numbers based on how rich every franchise is in the NFL. Not surprisingly, Dallas Cowboys, number one, where they're worth $5 billion. Um, But that news... No one's really even close, right? No one's close. Patriots at 3.8. Why is Dallas considered? I wonder why. They're, they're called America's team, and yeah, I think no. it's because who they Who named that, though? Like, who came up? They're the obviously whole team the Texas. Cowboys. They had the whole winning record that went on, but however they've structured it, and it must be part of the ownership that they have of owning the stadium, owning everything around Arlington, that is the, the, the strength of their franchise. The Bears come in at $2.9 million, <clears throat> but then you start looking. you got the Giants at 3.3. Obviously, uh, the you know, the family that you have there. Redskins, 3.1 million. The Rams, LA Rams, 3.2. Well, let's just say, if you own an NFL team, you're going to be a billionaire. You're a billionaire. I mean, the Bills obviously pulling up the last at one point. Well, it's not really surprising. They have a stadium that's literally a bunch of benches. Well, those come down to your value because, you know, Dallas obviously has done the new stadium. They've redone it. And in the whole thing that you do in the NFL now is restructure your stadium contracts so that you own it. Well, Don't yeah. pay any taxes, take it's advantage it. of all the local labor. You gotta have a good stadium, right? You gotta have a good stadium because also if you if you wanna if you wanna do the Super Bowl in yeah. your hometown, you need a stadium. That's the one thing like so I guess like because Buffalo's in this part where do you get a new stadium? And it's like, do you if you were Buffalo do you, you know how people are always just like, oh, you know, the weather is yeah. like to your advantage, which I think is completely bullshit. Mm-hmm. Snowy weather is to no one's advantage. It fucks no over both teams. Yeah. And so if you were like a place like Buffalo or a place like Chicago, would you get a dome knowing you can probably get the Super Bowl or would you get an outdoor stadium thinking that's home field advantage? I think, I think the thing is with stadiums now, the technology is changing. No, but what would you do? If you were in Chicago, would you rather Bears do an outdoor stadium with the wind and all that bullshit? Yeah, I would or would rather, you rather them have a dome where they can have a Super no, Bowl? No, I... Because domes are better football. No, it is, but it's not, though. It's not. It is. It is well, not. I guess it depends on Because if you like the outdoor season, what I what I say about the Bears is, you know, when I talked to actually Robbie Gould, did I mention no, that I met him? never was. So anyone, by the way... He was saying that they, you know, the Soldier Field is so specifically placed in Chicago in the way that it is. And you could only build it. When they did the renovations of the Soldier Field, the last one was only to fix, basically to add executive boxes in there. 
I think with technology that we have now, you can use outdoor stadiums that are using new ways of heating, new ways to keep the heat in. It's not the same old open-end arrowhead stadiums that we had anymore. There's new innovations in technology. True. I think we're going to see more and more outdoor stadiums that have the ability to know. use it. For, I think... For, yeah. But, the, the, but dome, the thing is, if you have a dome, you can then use that for like concerts and but stuff. But that's more expensive because you've got to keep it heated. You've got to keep yeah, everything protected. Sure. You know, an open stadium, something like that, you just let it go. You don't worry about the weather. Maybe. Buffalo, unlike... Okay, so you look at Toronto, right? Toronto's the third biggest city in North America. Toronto, yeah, but Toronto doesn't matter. We don't, don't no, but what team. I'm saying is Toronto's an hour and a half away from Buffalo. Toronto could easily put in a stadium. Yeah, Toronto's not getting that. Toronto's not going to get a stadium. No they one wants it. They blew it already. Oh, no, Canada screws up the NFL. They're not going to do yeah. it. But the fact is that there's a lot of people who go from Canada. And if you look at the population of Buffalo and look at compared to how big Canada is beside it. Listen, I'd got, rather go watch a football. You've got Niagara dome, Falls. Then. You've got Stony Creek. You've got Hamilton. You've got Toronto. You've got 4 million people on the doorstep. You know? Still. But I'd rather as a football fan, even though, yeah, it's fun to go out in the snow and all that. But you can do that in the parking lot. I want to watch a game. I want to be nice and comfortable and warm, and I'd rather watch it in a dome with with where it's going to be airball. You can play like great. Yeah, show come on, on you. Turf. I've been I've, I've been in winter games in Buffalo, I've and I've enjoyed. Games. Yeah, they're I've enjoyed fun, the but they're also horrific. You prepare for at the it. same time. But it's like college games or hockey games, running else like that. I like outdoor stadiums. I think technology no. has come I mean, a long I'll, way. We, we disagree. Dome, yeah, stadium. well, domes <laughs> domes are a waste of money, and they always fall apart. You know, look, look at all these domes. How long do they last? They last a few years. Well, they last for First of all, a few years. Yeah. They're not a used car. They no, last no, like look 30 at Detroit. years. Look at Detroit. Have you seen the pictures? Yeah, but it's not like a few years. A few years is like three years. Ten years. They, Toronto is Toronto's kept theirs going and it's a piece of crap. Yeah, but it still works. It's not like it's you're not like watching outdoor stadium? shingles. Look at the LA Coliseum, how long it's been going on for. I mean it's obviously LA, but you have outdoor stadiums last a lot longer because there's nowhere yeah, in that doesn't count. You have to pay LA. for electricity, all the other stuff. I'm and talking also, about cold weather. <clears throat> the problem with, with also with indoor stadiums is the grass is not good enough and you have a lot more injuries. And players would rather play on regular grass. It doesn't matter. Bills don't have grass, they have field turf. No one gives a shit. All I'm saying is as a fan I'd rather watch a football game where the conditions are perfect and we can air it out but instead of watching guys running in knee-high snow throwing for nine yards. And but it shouldn't even matter for Buffalo because your season ends in December yeah, every year anyway. So true. Not anymore, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. All right, that's our podcast, I think, for this week, everyone. Until we find out any more memes. Yeah, well, we will. Week. We will. And we've stretched uh, this into 34 minutes. And of gold. Yeah, exactly, of gold. Folks, if you want to keep uh, subscribed... Uh, to this, uh, listen on Facebook. Uh, we've got lots of exciting stuff coming in. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. Make sure you contact us. Send us some information or some questions if you want. We'll answer your stuff. Uh, and also, if you have any uh, answers to who's the best person ever in the supplemental draft or the yeah. best CFL player to ever play in the NFL, let us know. That's it. Wade and Ryan, everyone, thanks for enjoying NFL in London. More news coming up soon. Mm.